Always an honor to take you guys on an automotive journey where we cover the fascinating and the unique of the automotive industry. Some of the things that maybe you wonder. How does NHRA get away with 10,000 horsepower down the track? You can check out a lot of those shows on WrenchNation.tv. However, we must now give respect to the brass section. Yeah. We appreciate you. And, of course, uh, with my lovely co-host, uh, Susie Sockets. Welcome back to the show, girl. Hi there, Frank. How are you, buddy? Man, I love a good bone section. Trumpets. <laughs> trombone. You do. Well, I, you know, as a trombonist, you know, we favored to That's right. Like that. And uh, on today's show, man, we're always excited. As I said, uh, RanchNation.tv, I know a lot of you guys get in and out. You're busy doing nothing. I know a lot of you are doing COVID nothing. Don't lie. I've seen you on Instagram looking busy. We are now nesting. All of us are nesting. Susie, do you know what nesting is? Uh, Well, of course, because I was pregnant three times, and that's nesting. We, as a society, (laughs) are in that nine-month, 18-month, whatever you want to call it. I mean, we're all nesting. Wouldn't you agree, (laughs) listening? Are you nesting? And if you are, I know you are, how do you nest? Susie, how are you nesting these days? I know you work like a maniac. Well, I do. But when I do nest, I like to bake. Do you think about cars when you nest? I do. What you think about when you nest? Well, you know, sometimes I'll listen. I'll watch Scotty Kilmer. Old Scotty oh! Kilmer. Uh, you know what? Speak. That was a nice little segue, that was a nice Susie. Little segment. Maybe too early, huh? All right, dig this. I know a lot of you. Before you go into your local neighborhood rock star automotive technician, mechanic. Uh, excuse me. You need to call us controlled area network engineers. Because <laughs> what we're dealing with. A lot of you may try to tinker on your own. You and we respect that. There's a lot of stuff you can do. There's a lot of stuff you cannot. However, you cannot will peruse and get an idea of what, man, I wish I could do that, but I got to take it to the mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of you more than likely have searched how to this, that, and the other thing under hood, under carriage, brakes, oil leaks. Five things you should never do in an automatic transmission. 16.4 million views. You have seen him. The talent. And when I say talent, this is a cat that didn't just, well, I'm going to start a YouTube channel. No, man. He's a 50-year veteran. Scotty Kilmer is going to be joining us. And we're honored. And we've had a few others in the past. We've had Eric the Car Guy. We've had Humble Mechanic. And one thing that's a common thread with folks out there, uh, day in and day out, bottom line. Now, some of you have a certain flavor that you like. Oh, I don't like that person or I don't like that. And he gets silly in the comments. But the fact is, people at their core are trying to help you. Wouldn't you agree, Susie? I do agree. I mean, it's like uh, you get on like, you know, whatever, favorite (laughs) baking. I do. I like to. My kids are baking these days. That's a good thing. That's how we're nesting. Because they took home economics out of school. I don't remember any of that. (laughs) Now, I'm saying I'm jumping to YouTube. And so, like the baking channels and, and, and such, the automotive uh, channels out there exist, and you've got Scotty Kilmer with 3.8 million subscribers, uh, has a book to his name. Scotty's not a joke. He did not just say, oh, YouTube looks pretty cool. I better start <laughs> doing a YouTuber. Uh, so Scotty Kilmer is going to be our guest, but I got to bring you guys uh, some attention. We always like to share the vibes happening in the garage, and in the garage can be happy days for the most part, but can be a Wah, wah, wah. That's why we keep tissues in the lounge. <laughs> uh, for all of us, a uh, gentleman came in with uh, Lincoln. M- oh, yeah. MKZ, Susie. Um, great client. He's been coming in for years. Calls us up on, on uh, Friday. for uh, It always happens. Catastrophe always happens. Your car will break down before <laughs> the weekend. Doesn't that seem that way? Well, this gentleman called us. I don't know what happened. I was on the freeway. This car died in flight. Died in flight. No in. warning, no chime, no seat, haptic buzz, none of that. It just died in flight. We're like, okay, let's tow it in. Long story short, we get the MKZ in the shop. Crank the motor. It's dragging. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to a nursing home, it's okay. You've worked all your life. You're entitled to drag around. This motor was dragging. And it had oil and water mix. Oh. Now, for those of you that don't know what oil and water mix, it looks like chocolate milk. 
You should not have chocolate milk. In fact, if you're buying a used car, people, check the dipstick. It should look like a little oil in there, a little dirty maybe. That's okay. But if you see chocolate milk, it means there's internal catastrophe. Specifically, as your body has separate chambers and ports to funnel blood here and there and air here and there, same with your engine. He had oil and water mix, and we oh. knew, oh, gosh. So, of course, we were anxious that Friday. You know, gosh, he died in flight. We said, oh, we got to deal with this Monday. We're closed the weekend. Well, guess what we found? And I'm speaking to you, getting ready to buy a used car. A lot of you are doing this. You want to celebrate. There's still something to celebrate for 2020. And you may just go out and get yourself a, well, I want that used car. I'm telling you to stay away from Lincoln MKZ, and I'll tell you why. Water pump, timing chain driven, blew up. I don't have any fancy technical phrases for that. Imagine blow up. Volcano, blow up. Your last divorce, blow up. <laughs> That's what happened. Yep. Now, technically, the timing train, uh, excuse me, the water pump is timing chain driven. Most of you know that a water pump has a little pulley. You can see it. It's belt driven or maybe even timing belt driven. But this one's hidden. But it's it's chain driven, which means it's, 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 it's married to the chain. It's geared to teeth on the chain, and it came apart. It is a common problem for the MKZ. So 80 to 100,000 miles, I'd be on alert. Now, what, do you, what do people are asking, what can they do? Mm-hmm. I mean, quite frankly, if you slow down your oil service and you go in, take, it, take time out, man. It's not, you're not getting your cheeseburger at the drive-thru with an oil change. Slow it down. They should be listening. Any chain-driven motor, if you hear a rattle, it's going to sound like a sewing machine. That's red alert. You buy a used car with a chain, you hear a rattle, that's red alert. Yes. Be careful. Lack of maintenance or pattern failures. There isn't a recall for this one. So when, you, when you're looking at, in this particular case, that MKZ, uh, or it's coolant leaking. Now, we didn't have a coolant leak. It leaked internally. It just literally just blew up. Yeah, that was unfortunate. So poor guy, how much is a motor, he says. Oh, no, 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 no. That's right. like, you know, that's like going to a heart doctor. Right. Uh, uh, and you think it's just a meatball causing chest pain. No, it's open heart. So the correct fix is a new motor, but he... Didn't want to spend that much money, so he asked me about a used motor and we're just not, not recommended. We're not comfortable, man. I mean, you know, you're used. What are you buying? And some occasions, used is the way to go, right? You can buy certain things and identify what is it that I need uh, out of this used part, not a used engine. There's too much at stake. It was time to put her to rest. We pulled the trumpets out, and we did our little... <laughs> funeral what's that <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> all right listen uh before we get scotty kilmore on uh kilmer on uh suzy sockets give me some happy news or something well this is actually kind of funny so have you heard of the so-called moose test you say moose like moose a, test moose spell moose. it for me I'm m-o-o-s-e moose moose yeah like the animal moose test i'm from the city i don't even know what these things are. all right well t- let me tell you what this is it's the assessment which measures a vehicle's ability to um, to do evasive maneuvers safely in case a moose suddenly appears on the road. So they actually, the engineers will test the horn, they'll test cruise control, they'll test the brakes, and they test the moose ability? That's right. They check, they check the moose ability. Uh, so yeah. tell me, how does this work? There? Is there a moose engineer? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> so, well, Canada has a different kind of moose problem, oh, Frank. Ca- Canada's for real. Okay. Lots of elk and moose and big That's stuff. That's right. Now, I'm not talking moose droppings, Frank. You're talking about the whole body moose. I'm talking about moose licking. Come on now. What is Oh my gosh. Never what? heard of moose licking? All right, hold on a minute. We just went from engineers checking to see how well the car maneuvers for moose. Yeah, is. you following me? How do you say plural moose? The meese? Meese? No. Meese? <laughs> moose. And then so what now? What are you saying? So officials in Jasper, a town in Alberta province, has right. signs literally posted, do not let moose lick your car. I'm going to guess why. Okay. It'll damage the paint. Well, First of all, why do moose lick cars? <laughs> That's a good question. I have no idea. Salt, Frank. Uh, it's the salt. Oh, they like salt. Yes. So They're salt lickerers. They are obsessed with salt. Uh, and while they usually get their fix from a salt lake in the park, they somehow discovered that cars actually have salt from the road. That's ridiculous. It's yes. the salt pandemic with the moose licking. I mean, if the, I have a little Kia Rio, <laughs> there's not much to lick on my little Kia there's Rio. There's not, but it's still some salt that a moose can get from your little Kia Rio. So how do you avoid this? Well, here's the thing. So you were saying, why is it a problem for moose licking your cars? Well, because they get acclimated to cars. 
and approaching them and loitering around them will cause road accidents. Oh. Right? So I would be that guy because I'm like, oh, there's a moose. Let's go check it out. Cause, yeah, because you want to film it, right? And on I'm your like, cell phone. Why is he licking my rear fender? <laughs> what the fault. heck? I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah, now check this out. If you let a moose lick your car, $25,000 fine. Oh, could you imagine being in jail? <laughs> what you in for? Moose licking. <laughs> I got I got caught with the salt situation. <laughs> Man, are you out there? You guys can text us. Have you experienced the salt moose lick situation? That doesn't seem to be a problem here in the in the, the southern here. states of uh, the U.S., but in Canada, wow. Isn't that funny? You know, Susie, you are so informative. <laughs> <laughs> you are informative, and I love you for that. Uh, you guys want to stay tuned. You're going to love us for this. You've probably seen this gentleman, Scotty Kilmore. Kilmer. Uh, Kilmer. I always, he's going to get mm-hmm. mad at me. I mess this. But I'll tell you what Scotty is doing. He's doing well over 3 million subscribers. Almost. I'm just going to push it. One billion views. It's actually 900 million views. He's got a book. You've seen him. Scotty Kilmer is going to join us next. Stay tuned. Ranch Nation. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores. Nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients. And they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores. Amazing service. Knowledgeable counter folks. A complete line of original equipment. Parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. Bolt-On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Of course you want your mileage back and all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost three to one over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Vision Collision, a full-service auto body repair, collision repair, and automotive paint facility in Tempe, Arizona, serving all of Greater Phoenix. Free towing, free estimates, Vision Collision, family owned and operated, 480-248-9049, Vision Collision. You got me strung up like a puppet, hung up on a thin red line. You got me caught up in your loving, stuck here in my lovesick mind. Right on. Welcome back. A big shout out to all of you weekend listeners, uh, KFNX uh, 1100. And you guys rock on Saturday as well as uh, 88.7 and 90.7, the neon. Uh, I'm going to just give you the description. Uh, We mentioned before the break, uh, we said close to 1 billion views uh, as a how to uh, fix your car. Scotty Kilmer's actually got 1,248,000,000 views. Now, impressive. Big numbers. I get it. Everyone's like, okay, big deal. Those are big numbers. No, you don't get it. That's helping a lot of people. Uh, and we want to bring in what is the People's Automotive Channel, Mr. Scotty Kilmer. Scotty, welcome. Howdy. I'm grateful to have you on, and I was just bamboozled about the moose licking. Do you have any technical <laughs> information for us that we can share with our audience? What is with the moose licking? Well, it, it, it's uh, because moose like salt. Uh, obviously, you're not a farm boy. My grandpa was a farm boy, and they put salt <laughs> like salt for the cows and the horses because they need a certain amount of salt that they don't naturally get. And it turns out the moose just like licking them. Now, it is up to a $20,000 fine, but I did a little research. Nobody ever paid a fine for it. Yet. <laughs> it's, it's, like- animal, it's seen as animal abuse, and the Canadians don't like abusing animals, but nobody's actually got a ticket for it. That was kind of the, they put that in the story to make it look. I got friends that live up in Canada. 
And uh, they said, no, it's a funny story, but rarely do you see uh, moose around because generally they're nocturnal. And they're no, outside. they're not. I, I imagine they're not just uh, <laughs> hanging out at the interstate <laughs> saying, hey, there's a Hyundai. Let's lick it. <laughs> but I but I, I would imagine um, that if, as a society, we weren't proper with our loose moose licking, we could get into trouble. There could be pileups, Mr. Scotty. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a funny story. I used it for a story, too. I mean, it's, pretty, it's a pretty funny story. Speaking of stories, we got to go back in time. A lot of a lot of folks are familiar with your awesome channel with a ton of uh, videos and playlists. Scotty, you you started wrenching. It wasn't yesterday. You you've been around. Tell us about how you got started in this crazy automotive industry. Well, my father ran a corner Texaco gas station, and my grandfather was the master mechanic. And he didn't have child labor laws in those days, so I started when I was fourteen. <laughs> And I always worked as a mechanic, uh, and I went to school, and uh, I ended up passing my prelims for my Ph.D. at the University of Illinois. Wow. Then I took my research grant money, got a diamond ring, married my wife, and said, to heck with this, and I went back to fixing cars <laughs> full time. So that Ph.D. <laughs> it was more enjoyable. It was more enjoyable. It was good karma, and especially if you've ever been to graduate school, uh, University is kind of who kisses who's hiney the hardest to get tenure, <laughs> and I would have never gotten tenure. So, I mean, one of the best professors I had at the University of Illinois, he was a great professor, but he didn't kiss hiney, so he didn't get tenure. And he ended up in Papua New Guinea getting the teaching job. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it all worked out in the end because uh, what I heard you say was big diamond ring and happy wife. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm still married to her, too. I can't, I can't complain about that. All right, now we go back in time, obviously, uh, before controlled area networks and flash programming. What was your feeling when you first started wrenching uh, for the family? Where, I mean, obviously, you enjoyed it. You liked it. Was there anything back then that really made you hungrier to fix cars? I mean, with the limited things well, that I we had. Well, I didn't have a knack for fixing anything. And, uh, I mean, if you got a knack for fixing things, and you got a certain karma with machines. I always had motorcycles on as a kid, and I'd soup them up. And uh, some people, you have a knack for something. Some people just don't. Like, I've got a knack with a camera. Uh, I did uh, crank it up with Scotty on CBS TV for like 16 years. And the people were amazed when I came on the first time. And they said, oh, you, you got to come back. I said, I said, why? Oh, people like you. I said, yeah, because I tell them the truth about things. I'm used to that. And that get, said, the, the, Scotty, that gets you in trouble. Does that get you in trouble? It seems like society sometimes doesn't want the truth. You ever get in trouble uh, by that? That's, there's, see, their life is a rub. I'm on the Internet for what it really should be, for people helping people. Now, a lot of people are scamming stuff. A lot of people are trying to make money doing stuff. But where else can somebody like me become a multimillionaire helping people out. And all I'm making is a penny a time. But, you know, just do the math. You know what a billion pennies is? That's a 10 million bucks. So, <laughs> if you can manage that, it's, it's interesting. You know, very few places could you actually manage something like that. Yeah. Uh, actually, helping people out, you're getting paid a very tiny amount, but with the volume. I mean, my grandfather was the best mechanic in town. And people would wait for him to get time to work on their car. But you can only fix so many cars with your bare hands. I'd probably save people, and I'm not making this up, trillions of dollars. Because not only save money on fixing cars, I saved them definitely billions telling them not to buy things like Mercedes and Jaguars. They'd rent us money pits, and I've lost those companies a lot of money, but I don't care because they don't make good cars anymore. They might have a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, I've seen BMWs in the 60s were killers, and even in the 80s. But, you know, as companies get bad, I love telling people about it. And, of course, some people don't like it, but, hey, the vast majority of people, middle-class Americans, they want to know, hey, what bang can I get for my buck for a vehicle? How can I fix it without spending too much money but not buying junk and getting ripped off, buying crappy parts like you were talking before about used engines? All right, you know, your engine goes up. You're kind of a quandary because fixing an engine costs a fortune today. That's a major uh, to deal. Buying yeah. a new, 
buying a new one is a small fortune. You buy a rebuilt one, it's only as good as the people who rebuild them, and a lot of them don't do very good rebuilds. So, you know, you got to be honest with people. Sometimes you just say, look, you're better getting a good used car than you are fixing your engine. Because if you get a good used car, you have a mechanic like me, check it out, and engine's in good shape, there you go. You buy a used engine, on the other hand, it's sitting there, sitting on the ground in a junkyard. You don't know if it works. <laughs> you have no idea. I got to tell you, you mentioned, uh, of course, with uh, over a billion views, really, you've always chased helping people. It's never been about the money. And we have a very personal story. Susie, you got to share this story. Susie's been with us over at our garage for the last three years. Uh, hand in glove, amazing, rock star. But how did you... When you first started, tell us this story that relates to Mr. Kilmer. Yeah, well, this is a great story. So when I reached out to you, Scotty, I had mentioned that I was a big fan of yours. So let me tell you how this started. Back in 2017, when I started in the automotive world, I didn't know anything. And because I'm at the front, not in the back, I don't get to see the internals of the vehicles that much. So I actually subscribed to you in 2017, and I learned the jargon. I learned so much from you. And I just, my hats are off to you because the way you're entertaining and just even you talking right now when you're laughing, I just envision that little picture-in-picture horse laughing and you're just so entertaining and so informative. So Frank had to go home because I wasn't teaching her good enough, <laughs> well enough, or fast enough. But I do, I do feel like I need to get you on the payroll, Scotty, because now we've got an award-winning service consultant, by the way, of Susie Sockett. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you, Scotty. <laughs> I maybe, maybe you, maybe you were too condescending to her. <laughs> See, I don't care. I can explain anything to anybody. I mean, you want to talk nuclear physics? Uh, you want to talk, uh, you know. Do, do you think people get. Me? I'm an educated man, and anybody can understand anything if you want to get into the nitty gritty of explanation. Cars, people build them, so people fix them. Now, they can get wacky problems because they have computers in them, and they can be actual cows to figure out these days. But you can always explain to people here's how it works. And they say, well, what went wrong? Well, now, see, you got a real problem because you got a computer car with a CAN bus. It's got three different speeds of information traveling on the same system. And the way they're built today that sometimes if you get a problem in the lower speed CAN, it will affect the higher speed and trip a high speed code that doesn't actually exist. So then you explain to people, this is why it's so hard to fix these days if you have electronic problems. But at least they'll understand, okay, that's how it works. The engineers over-engineered these stupid things, and now they've created problems that didn't exist before. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. You've been in industry for a long time, and, and those are excellent points. Before we head to break, I need an explanation, a theory, if you will. What do you think about the shortage currently? You hear a lot of folks talking about the shortage. We've experienced it. Why is there a shortage of automotive technicians, do you believe? Is it the technology? Oh, well, that's very simple. Is it the it's technology? A very simple question. Because, one, it's not seen as that great of a job, except in certain scenarios. And, two, capitalist greed. Uh, my grandfather was a mechanic in the 1930s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Well, back in the day, they charged 50 cents an hour labor at the dealership, 50 cents an hour. The mechanic made 25 cents. The dealer got 50 cents. Now, when I left Houston, the Ford dealer was charging $120 an hour, and they were paying the mechanic 17.50 flat rate, which means they're generally going to make less than that per hour. Yes. So they're not going to get the quality people that want to work for that low pay. And the worst thing is cars are getting more and more complex to pass all the emissions and get better gas mileage, while the quality of the workers is unfortunately, getting lower and lower. And so there is a real quandary of people even being able to get their cars fixed. And, and unless the pe people get paid more for the work that they have to do for that complexity, if you took the complexity that a mechanic has to know if he works on electronics, he should be paying the same as a computer technician. But he isn't. So... Yeah, you know, it's going to only get worse. Believe me, as time goes on. Yeah, no doubt. And, and we'll end up having disposable cars. Oh, that broke. Kind of like a new phone. Not for a new car. <laughs> Throw it away. You don't need to see that guy. Very well good points. In fact, we talk about this. I think as an industry, we kind of screwed ourselves 
uh, not all of us. There are a few of us out there that are are trying to make a difference. But you are absolutely right, Scotty. When you can talk to a youngster and say, hey, listen, we've got everything you need at our garage. But immediately he's hired as an apprentice at Intel for $35, $40 an hour. That's a problem when we are not... I want to get to that topic when we get back. I also want to dive into how you were able to continue such a great channel early on. We've got a lot of aspiring YouTubers. Stay tuned. Scotty Kilmore, Wrench Nation. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Anytime Auto Glass, a family-owned full-service windshield replacement and repair company with a focus on hard work, integrity, and providing a no-hassle professional service for their windshield and vehicle tint clients. Anytime autoglassaz.com or call 480-430-4597. Anytime autoglass. Frank here with Wrench Nation. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the Wrench Nation Car Talk Show. But did you guys know I'm not basket weaving? I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Uh, Susie Sockets and Frank hanging out with you guys. If you missed the show, get on to WrenchNation.tv. And as always, uh, our little garage there, Chandler and Dobson. If you can't make it to our neighborhood, get, uh, if you need help, of course, get on to Wrench Nation Facebook. If you're not in the neighborhood, or WrenchNation.tv, the Friends section. We've got a great group of uh, community-minded garages out there that can help you, as well as the Scotty Kilmer uh, YouTube channel's uh, I, you know, I hate the word sensation, but I got to say, this is a bit awesome, sensational. <laughs> You've really stuck it out, Scotty. How did you start with this YouTube? And did you ever decide, you know what, this is just not worth it. I'm going to actually reopen my garage or start another garage. Tell me about how YouTube stuck for you. Oh, I always did them both at the same time. I get easily bored. I didn't stop. I just kept doing uh, both at the same end. I can't. Uh, are you? If you're PG rated, I can't tell you how I originally got into it because it's a rather bizarre story. But it had to do with being on uh, CBS TV, and uh, then uh, some hanky panky stuff was going on, and then they uh, they said, "Well, they couldn't afford to pay me anymore," uh, and I said, "Well, I'm not doing this for free," so I went to YouTube and. Uh, uh, I've got uh, I've got good karma. I get it back from uh, helping people out, I guess. And that was 2007. Well, that's the year Google bought YouTube. Before that, you wouldn't make a penny. Right. And then they started to make money. And they just said, hey, they got a hold of me on email. Never talked to a human being. They said, you want to make money? I said, sure. I said, well, we'll make this guy to kill channel, and you get 55% ad revenue, and we take 45%. I said, that's cool. And it just went on and on, and every year it's gone up and up, and up, and up. I mean, last month I made 300000 bucks, so I can't complain about that. But, nice. and, and, uh, and you're helping a ton of people. Cars because it's real. You're going to find the problem with a lot of guys. They, they go to their head, then they buy a Ferrari or whatever, and they get away from actually fixing cars, and they don't know what they're talking about anymore. I know lots of guys like that. And then they just go... Because they sell out to the powers that be. I don't do paid advertising for people. It's just shotgun Google ads. I, I years and years ago I'd make ads for people if they were good products, AutoZone, Ford stuff. Uh, but even then, it, you lose your authenticity. And for years, I don't do any advertising direct. And so all I'm doing is helping people out, and I can say the truth. People like hearing the truth. I know that my whole life. I got a few people mad here and there, but if you can't handle the truth, well, hey, that's not my fault. If I tell somebody, don't ever buy that Jaguar, they buy it, and then the transmission goes out at 20,000 miles. Hey, that's not my fault. You know, I warned them ahead of time. <laughs> Scotty, uh, a lot of folks, uh, speaking to our youngsters uh, that check out the show, um, it, it seems like social media, and I, I include YouTube in there because it, it seems like, well, everyone's doing it. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the everyone's doing it may put some peer pressure. I, I look at my like my 11-year-old, who's limited next to non-existent. We manage that. She's playing. She's out tinkering. She's in the garage doing all changes, quite frankly. But some parents believe they're going to spend a little time with their kids, and it's okay. They're doing their thing. Being somebody they're not, is YouTube today full of people being who they're not or, or chasing the wrong thing? What would you say to a younger person that is genuinely passionate about this YouTube thing, but doesn't get what it truly means to help people? Well, I mean, most of the planet is that way. <laughs> people aren't doing what they want. <laughs> I happen to get in a good situation where I can do what I like. Uh, uh, my grandfather, who I learned from, was the same way. He would still be working, but ages ago, my father shut down a gas station. And he was 86, and he was dead within a year because that's what he lived for. Uh, my father was the exact opposite. It's one of those skip-a-generation things. My grandfather was mechanical. My father could barely tie shoelaces, and I'm mechanical. But uh, for somebody that wants to get involved in it, it has to be something you're passionate about and realize that it's kind of like the music business today. YouTube didn't used to be that way, but now they upload almost a billion videos a day. So the odds of making it are getting slimmer and slimmer as it goes. If you want to, you got to be authentic about it. You got to say something that, you know, you really believe in, that you're doing, and uh, understand that it's just like professional sports. You know? There's a million high school players. There's thousands of college players, and there's a handful of NFL players. So, you know, don't plan your life on being there. Get get a real job, and if it pans out, kind of like a writer, you know. I wrote a book. Uh, I like writing, uh, but don't plan to make a living writing. <laughs> it doesn't pay much. <laughs> I think that's well said, and if you're listening, uh, you, you just can't. I don't care what you're doing in life. You can't step forward for all the wrong reasons. And, and as you learn and grow, there has to be something that you can pay it forward and, and help help others. Uh, Eric, the car guy, I had him on, a uh, great, great individual. Um, you know, he's uh, technically trained. He's, he's had his little garage and as well as a, a great following. And he said the same thing, Susie. It's it's at the end of the day, if I can help as many people. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's what it's about. Scotty, running an automotive business, uh, like any other business, I guess, uh, has its fair share of problems. Uh, we've been, well, I've had the garage since 95 with, you know, with the first garage, and there's always something. But at the end of the day, you'd agree that as an automotive mechanic, you got to know how to fix things and learn that today's cars, 100 million lines of code, requires an abundance of training. You mentioned earlier that as an industry, yeah, we, we didn't pay. We, we kind of chump changed a lot of these uh, technicians and they're busy doing other things. Talk to us about the training level. I know that you do a lot of how-to to help folks, but as a professional, what would you say to somebody up and coming as a technician regarding training? <laughs> get into electronics. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. Hey, forget doing forget doing brake jobs. Any idiot can do that, you know. Uh, get into electronics that people can't figure out because it's only going to get more and more as time goes on. And it's not like it's not doable. If you went back uh, two decades ago, I hated it because I kept having to buy all the equipment. Obviously, you run a garage, and you probably hate it to that extent because you got to keep buying stuff, right? Well, I haven't bought anything in ages because now I'm so famous. I just say to the company, I don't do paid ads, but send me your equipment. And if it's any good, you might see it in some of my videos. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I love that proposition. It. It's, it's great. Oh, here comes a new thing. Oh, great. You know, I'll try that out. You know, I mean, a guy just sent me a, a $1,300 drone that does 4K 360 camera, zoom in, zoom out, just like they use in the movies. And, uh, hey, I mean, it's fantastic. I had to use it in my videos, but I didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I think this year, as we wind the year down, I think we've got about $42,000 <laughs> in equipment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, and you got you got to deal with all that stuff. Plus, you're in a, uh, I'm sure the coronavirus has knocked your business down on that. 
And uh, actually, it's made me make even more money on YouTube because people are at <laughs> people home. People are nesting. They're nesting. Watch. Yeah. yeah. Some people got mad and said, Scotty's not wearing a mask. And I just say, Scotty's working in his driveway with him in the car. <laughs> you know, does it, does it really matter? You know, the car is going to get coronavirus, you know? Uh, and and uh, being a one-man shop seat made no difference for me because I work by myself. So I was always overwhelmed with work anyways. So I liked it better. So instead of having to do five cars a day, I could do one or two. And then I, I kept coming and everybody's happy. But when you have an actual business and you're depending entirely on your business, oh man, a bunch of garages when I was in Houston, uh, they were on the verge of bankruptcy. Uh, big city like Houston, average garage, four bays, you're looking at, oh, three quarters of a million overhead every year with taxes and everything. And they just couldn't make it because they yeah. weren't getting the cars in. People weren't driving to work. The cars weren't wearing out. Yeah, no, there's a lot at play that can go against if your your business model, uh, the marketability of your business model. Well, let's face it, I, I uh, Scotty, you'd say this in a heartbeat, because you don't take care of people, period. You just got to <laughs> take care of people. And sometimes you're losing money taking care of people. Scotty, you're saying some of that um, like an early YouTube channel. You're not there. I mean, a business has to be respected. There's fixed expenses, operating expenses, payroll. You, you've got to be profitable. But there are spells of a business. Speaking of which, spells of videos. You've got a ton of videos. You've got a weekly calendar. You're very active. What would you say was the most controversial video that you've got out that really got people saying that can't be no way? Well, I always tell the truth. So it's, it's only certain individuals. Like I made a video, why not to buy a Mercedes, right? And this was years ago. So uh, the, the algorithms were really stupid. And every time someone would watch it before, it was an ad trying to sell you a Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, they didn't like it, but I didn't care because I was telling the truth about, hey, they were tanks in the 60s and 70s, and they went over hard in technology. The parts cost too much money. They don't share the technology. You know, mechanics know that. I mean, you can get... Scantles, Toyotas, Fords, GMs, and you can get everything for a little bit of money. Ha! You want to work on a Mercedes? You got to go buy a $25,000 Star Scantle. And they deliberately make it so their stuff is all hidden away, and so they can take advantage of their customers. And so I tell people the truth about it, but, you know, anything else is just people get mad because maybe. They were ripping their customers off, and I said, don't do this. It's stupid. You know, it's like, funny you say that, Scotty, because uh, uh, a Mercedes for sale came across my way, and I immediately went to your YouTube channel, <laughs> watched that video, and actually declined purchasing it. <laughs> well, there, there's something to be said about a Mercedes, uh, for sure. Um, Scotty, I, I want you to to, uh, to stick with us. We're actually going to bring you in this uh, fourth quarter here, but before we do, what is your biggest pet peeve about YouTube in general on the YouTube business side of things. I know you mentioned some, some stuff about, you know, the way you choose to, to deal with uh, advertising and tell the truth. Is there a certain thing? Is it the algorithms that really have you ever lost an abundance of, of uh, subscribers because the algorithms change? What's your pet peeve about YouTube and how they do business? No, it's, it's all run by computers, computer algorithms entirely. And if you're smart and you know anything about computer algorithms, what you do is what the Chinese have been doing illegally for a long time, but there's no law against it here, is reverse engineering. <laughs> now, the Chinese will reverse engineer it and then sell you a scan tool for $400 that costs $5,000. But in YouTube, if you can figure out their algorithm, you reverse engineer it, and then you tailor your videos so that it fits what they are giving the most remuneration for. So I don't mind it at all. I mean, it's a lot of work, and you got to have brains, but it, <laughs> it's a real cat-and-mouse game. So it, it actually makes it kind of interesting. And you just have to realize that volume is the name of the game on YouTube. Yeah, no if doubt. If you want to make money, you have to have volume, big, giant volume. If not, if you're going to get thousands of views, I'd do it for fun to help some people out, but you're never going to make any money. Because you have to get hundreds of millions of views if you want to make any serious amount of money. 
Yeah, that's understood. If you're just joining us, uh, Scotty Kilmer, you guys check it out. If you haven't heard of Scotty, there will be a video for just about everything that you can imagine. Under hood, used car purchases, car life hacks, how cars work, car myths busted, why not to buy, Wacky Wednesday. (laughs) Scotty has an amazing slew of content and has done an amazing job. Many of you have heard of Scotty Kilmer. I want you guys to stay tuned. We're going to be back here shortly. Ranch Nation. Of course you want your mileage back. And all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned, and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG, BG. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Vision Collision, a full-service auto body repair, collision repair, and automotive paint facility in Tempe, Arizona, serving all of greater Phoenix. Free towing, free estimates, Vision Collision. Family owned and operated, 480-248-9049. Vision Collision. This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Uh, Happy to have you along the journey. If you miss bits and pieces of the show, please check out the podcast. It's also uploaded to your favorite podcast player every Sunday. And then please head on over to WrenchNation.tv. Man, over 211 shows there will be a show for you or you or you. There's something for everybody on there. Susie, uh, with Scotty, let's bring Scotty back. Scotty Kilmer, welcome back. Scotty, you there? Yep. Excellent. So, Scotty, uh, for everyone on here, I just feel like there isn't anybody that has not heard of Mr. Scotty <laughs> Kilmer. But to formalize this, as you're listening here, get on YouTube and check out Scotty Kilmer's uh, YouTube channel. There are an array of videos Scotty, you're doing this daily. What's your day like uh, doing this? Well, I wake up and exercise. Then I take a shower and drink coffee and eat this high two chunks of chocolate that also has caffeine in it. (laughs) Then I get on my phone, which I just went to a Google uh, 4A5G because my wrists were going out from typing. I got carpal tunnel syndrome. And fixing cars, right? So I found out that the Google Pixel has the best text-to-voice, and it's like having a secretary. Wow. I had a Samsung phone. The Samsung test stinks. The iPhone talk to text is garbage, but Google has the software. So I can talk like I'm talking to you now, and it types it. So I answer all the questions to my fans, and then I go to the computer. And then I make videos answering people's questions live. And then I go outside and make videos. And I just started a TikTok thing uh, this week because a lot of young people go on TikTok. And there's no money involved in it. But every day I get uh, 40, 50,000 subscribers more. So then they'll go to my YouTube channel. And I'm helping the young people out that don't know anything about cars. And they need a lot of help, let me tell you. I was announced. They're not going to listen to an old man like me, you know. But I'm like, everybody's old. I wish I had a grandpa like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're keeping the eyes uh, on the future generation for for sure. I mean, we we thought about Susie TikTok, but I'm not going there. Scotty, we'll just watch you on TikTok. How about that? Um, (laughs) There there seems to be, uh, and I'm sure you've heard this, and I want your take on this. Um, I use as an example. Uh, whether it's automotive technical training or whether it's management training, coaching, what have you, it seems to be a sentiment amongst a lot of automotive technicians or professionals that feel that YouTube is making their life miserable because it has a tendency to make things look really easy, cheap to fix. And so if somebody ran into a problem and they go to the professional uh, situation at 120, 130 an hour, they're all of a sudden a ripoff because they saw it on YouTube for five minutes of what a garage is going to charge, A, the x-ray, the testing, the proper testing, and the actual repair. Do you address that? I mean, you're, you're doing a lot of do-it-yourselfer stuff, which is amazing, but do you ever address that, whether it be publicly or in the comments? About- oh, well, I show people. 
the stuff that they are never going to touch. Uh, they're not going to get a reprogrammer and reprogram their computer. Uh, you know, they're not going to be rebuilding their own engine and stuff like that. But a lot of mechanics do get mad. And uh, if I was still full-time, that's where I made all my money, I'd probably be mad too because, let's face it, mechanics want the easy gravy jobs that are no hassle. Water pump's broken, brakes are broken, you know, stuff that you can see. Electronic stuff can be a nightmare. So if they lose all their gravy, easy money making, <laughs> and then they got to spend all day chasing the dragon with electronic shorts, I'd go insane too. I know some very good mechanics that started out with BMW, and then they just left and they went to Toyota, Chevy, because they said, I could make a lot of money on those BMWs, but it'd make your hair pull out because it was such a pain <laughs> in the butt fixing them. And with the other cars, hey, they're easier to fix. So uh, it, there's less hassle, there's less sleepless nights. If you run your own business thinking, gee, did I fix that electrical problem? And of course, you know, electronics, you never know if it's fixed. Like, even air conditioning, is it fixed? I say, What's well, working now, you know? Hey, <laughs> we'll know in six months, you know? You might have a tiny leak somewhere, and it leaks out in six months, you know? There's so many. I had a, I had a friend who was a mechanic in Houston, and uh, he made all of his customers, he was a very honest guy, all of his customers had to sign this disclaimer form yeah. when he did AC work. And it said, AC work. It's educated guesswork. There are so many things that can go wrong. When I'm done, I guarantee it's working. But understand, unless you replace the compressor and the condenser and the expansion valve and the evaporator and flush the system out, you could have a problem in the future. Well, uh, I'll tell you, he was honest spot on, because it seems, and I've seen this over the years, and Susie, just in your time over the last three, four years with us, it seems like everything, and I'd have to throw in evaporative systems. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> you know, I tell people it's like the plumbing in your home. We're going to fix that faucet. Yeah. That, uh, that canister valve is leaking right now, but the rest of the stuff, and, and we almost have to. And it really is to protect all, so there's no mm -hmm. misunderstanding. You know, years ago it was like, okay, tune-up, cap rotor wires, plugs, bam, boom, you should be good to go. <laughs> but now, and yeah. there's so much truth to that, uh, Scotty, and, and, I, and I can see that as being another reason why uh, many great technicians who were probably 10, 15 years in it said, hey, it's not my ability, but it's the doggone processes that this organization does not have to not only protect me, but really protect the consumer. Right. Because now it seems to be like, that car came back. Well, it you, you didn't go through it. You didn't right. disclaim it. There's a 90-year-old patient. You're doing heart surgery, and you expect them to run to 20K afterwards. There's got to be disclaimers <laughs> on that. And it's very well said, Scotty. Well, and of course, uh, the main problem is the, the stupid idiot lights in cars. Now, <laughs> More than one, for sure. Do, we got phones that are complex. Why don't they just no check engine light or a check engine light, and then under it, the code. So then they see, okay, the light's on, it's got this code. And if somebody fixes it, and then a month later, well, the car comes back on, but it's a different code, they're not going to whine. They're going to see, well, that's a different problem. All they see is check engine, engine light. Yep. Like that, right. And yeah. you have to explain that those machines shows all these checks, and maybe tomorrow it'll come back on because, yeah, your oxygen center went, sensor went out. Well, now it can't delve into other things. Right. The new one in now can, then it finds another problem. And they think, oh, you can get my car right. If it would at least have the idiot light and the actual code under it, then, hey, people wouldn't be so you know, mad that you didn't fix my car right. Right. They're never going to do that. <laughs> well, you know, we're fighting data. We're fighting data. In fact, Massachusetts just had uh, that next uh, chapter of uh, right to repair, this oh, big yeah, well, fight. Thank God they passed it. They did, yeah, but I'm they're like, appealing. They're, there. Yeah, they're trying to, to appeal that. They're trying to fight that. Uh, so for those of you listening that uh, understand the battle now is for the aftermarket uh, places to actually get the information. If there's 181 pages of a flow chart, we need that to fix whatever PO, whatever code. And if we only get 140 pages, we're not giving you the rest. You got to come see us. That could be a That's major problem. People not to buy, not to buy Tesla's. Because Musk won't give anything out to no. anybody. And I don't think he can hold on to that. Listen, we got a minute left. I ask you, I ask you, we had New York City Traffic Commissioner uh, on the show. Gridlock Sam. Thank you, Sam Schwartz. 
He wrote a very intriguing book. By mid-century, it could be illegal to drive in some jurisdictions. Where do you see this uh, car business in 2050? Well, that's 30 years from now, and I'd be, you know, 107, so I'd be around. But uh, things evolve. If it goes to electric cars, yeah, anything can change if you want to change the infrastructure. Maybe it'll be hydrogen fuel cells because they fuel cell cars don't have the heavy batteries. So maybe we'll have a good green hydrogen, and then they won't pollute. Anything can evolve, just like they went from horseless from carriages to horseless carriages. It's not that hard to swap things over, and especially with hydrogen, because you know you could swap any internal combustion engine to run on hydrogen. And if some of the cars were using hydrogen to make electricity and the other ones were just burning hydrogen, you wouldn't even need gas stations anymore. Yeah, no, there's a lot wow. riding on it. We're gonna we're seeing these changes <laughs> as we speak. Scotty oh, yeah. Kilmer, we so appreciate you visiting with us. And if you're in the oh, Chandler, you guys are here. Well, oh, lots so of fun you. with you. We're gonna call on you again, maybe when uh, when uh, Tesla or Mr. <laughs> Elon Musk does something wild and wacky, uh, we'd want your take. Scotty Kilmer, check out his YouTube channel. Thank you so much, Scotty, for hanging with Ranch Nation. Thanks, Scotty. Yeah, he's a hoot. He tells the truth, and he just, you know what, I'm going to do my thing. And I think a lot of you listening in in that YouTube arena, you got to consider, you know, you got to drive with that passion and do you. That's right. Otherwise, man, you're chasing the wrong thing. You know, you made my day today. I, you're a big fan of Scotty. I'm a big fan. You are. Well, cool. I can see you glowing. This is what it's about. Yes, it is. Uh, you guys get on WrenchNation.tv. And thank you, all of our Wrench Nation Facebook family. Uh, we've been doing uh, picking up the live streams from the garage. We had the 58 vent. We guys uh, showed you guys a little five gas action adjusting the carburetor. Always, always a pleasure to hang with you guys every week. As I tell you every week, be safe. Hug each other. And never forget to hug a mechanic. Just to be stronger than me.